Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you gave us our King. You gave us Jesus. And we were able to reflect on that powerful reflection that you gave us yesterday. We were able to reflect on his kingship. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed this prayer group with your presence. And you give it your name that each of us that belong to this family enjoy the benefit of your mercy and your grace. Enjoy the benefit of answered prayer. We thank you, Father, for this new day. We thank you that we are alive. That very gift of life that you give us. And more so than that, Lord, we thank you for the gift of salvation. Life in your kingdom. Where we don't just live a life that has no future beyond what the flesh can take. But you quicken us in our spirit. And you bid us enter into your kingdom with you. In the process, stripping away all the dirt that was pulled on by the flesh, by our fleshly ways, by our sin nature. You give us your word, Lord, your will, your operating instruction for our life, that we are able to see in that mirror and look at everything on us that must be stripped off or washed away. And you put your light, you are ever willing to pour your mercy to forgive us our sin and your grace. And as your word says, there is now no condemnation for those who are in you, who are restored and renewed through that process of cleansing of salvation. We thank you, Father, that you call each one of us by name to be here with you. You draw us unto you and you quicken us in that spirit. You give your spirit to us. We thank you, Lord for this gift of life that we now enjoy. And we thank you, Father, for empowering us with your revelation that what you teach us, we are able to share and that it let it open many more eyes, Father. That as we have been drawn to you, many more shall be drawn. We ask for that quickening, Lord. That same peace and that joy that you pour into our hearts, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting that are part of this praying family. And every Christian that is called by your name, we share it, Lord, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all those that do not yet personally know you, and with all those that have chosen not to and have walked away from you. And yet your heart bleeds for them, your children. We offer our faith to stand in that gap. We plead for mercy, Father. And we ask for a quickening in their spirits. For unless you quicken them, unless you draw them to you, they cannot come. The flesh lusts away from your spirit in your ways. But when you touch each of these lives like you touched, Father, many more shall be drawn towards you. We ask for that quickening. And as we make our prayer this morning, therefore, we call on your name with confidence. The name of our maker, our creator, the great I am. 
the one who is able to make every grace abound towards us, the one whose hand is not short to redeem us, the one who blots our transgressions and remembers them, remembers our sins no more, he casts them behind his back, the one who is ever willing to come down to our level and make a fresh start with us, to give us new revelation and turn things around in our life, that we can wave goodbye to bits of that darkness that is within Today we reflect on that love of the Father. And we pray also in the name of your Son, Jesus, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Lord of hosts, the rock of all ages, the God of our salvation, the Lion of Judah who leads us in the day of battle, our daily bread who nurtures our spirit. And we pray in the name of the Holy Spirit. The Lord who in the midst of his people is mighty. He is the father of all spirits. Every spirit in the universe is subject to him, good or bad. He is the spirit of the living God. The spirit of victory. The spirit of El Shaddai. The breath of the father who has now been given to us that it is his life force that exists within us. And Jesus said, the things that I do, you shall do as well. He is the scepter of the king of kings. The seal of the age to come. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. Knowing that as you gave us that formula in Genesis 1, when your spoken word and your spirit come together, Every darkness, every chaos, every confusion can be spoken into and there is new creation that comes about there. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer, that in all our difficult times we are able to call upon you. And when we fail to speak and bring that creation into existence, we are, allow, we are able to allow you to intervene on our behalf and rectify things that we are unable to. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of faith. You give each one the measure of faith. It is up to us to activate. We thank you, Lord, that you bless us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and every provision in the physical. So that when you are a shepherd, we shall lack nothing, neither spiritually nor physically. We thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. We come with that gratitude in our heart, Lord, as we seek to commune with you in our secret place, one with you in the spirit. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of every family that is part of this prayer group and Christians everywhere, Lord, by your precious blood, Jesus. We declare that as our spiritual barricade, our hedge in the spirit, that every force of wickedness that comes against it be judged by the fire of heaven in the name that is above all names. The name at which every knee, no matter who they are, must bow. The name of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy will, Lord. 
We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. In the name of Jesus, I declare that divine exemption from all of these kind of calamities, catastrophes, for these, your people called by your name, Lord, for this praying family. And I command that angelic protection in the name of Jesus. You also herald the power in our spoken word. As we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. And we declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we sent it. And we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. And today, we shall start on a three-part series going over the next three days where we reflect on 1 John 4 verse 18. And you probably heard that verse so many times, the first part of it only. This topic connected with that verse is directly linked to our Bible study series that we are currently studying. Started last Friday and will continue again this Friday as well. 1 John 4 verse 18 says, Perfect love casts out all fear. So I'd like to focus on that perfect love. Let's look at what it means for our faith life. The Amplified Version says, There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. But perfect, complete, fully grown, matured love drives out fear. Because fear involves the expectation of divine punishment. So the one who is afraid of God's judgment is not perfected in love. Has not grown into sufficient understanding of God's love. That understanding of God's love, therefore, it becomes important. That is what should drive our faith life and then our speaking in our prayer. That is where our confidence should come from. The Bible tells us that God loved us from the beginning. He knew us and had placed and sorry and had planned for us even before we were born. We see that in Jeremiah 1 verse 5. He ordained each one as prophets. And his love is so much that he gave everything for us. Even the king himself to be sacrificed for our sake. Sacrifice the king himself. 1 John 4 verses 9 and 10 will tell you. That's the whole chapter that we're reflecting on today. God's love, 1 John chapter 4. Now Jesus said in John 15, Abide in me and I in you. For without me or outside of me, you can do nothing. Now here in 1 John 4 verse 13, it talks about that abiding. And it says that that abiding is confirmed when we have received his Holy Spirit. So that's when our love relationship with him, real 
or true abiding in the true sense starts when we have his Holy Spirit. And then we go back to the previous verse, verse 12 there. It says that love is made perfect when we love our neighbor. Now see, he's saying two things. One is abiding in him, so love for him, and then love for our neighbor. And these are fulfillments of Jesus' top two commandments. When he was asked, what must I do to enter the kingdom? He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and then love your neighbor as yourself. So here we see that when you fulfill these two commandments, then your love is made perfect. You look at verse 21 towards the end of this chapter. That's what it tells you. That's when your love is made perfect. We often interpret that perfect love that casts out all fear as the love of Jesus for us. And the sacrifice that he made for our sins and our salvation. But the perfect love talked about here is that love that is in us towards God and towards our neighbor. That love that we develop when his spirit comes within us. And when we love enough to obey God and to care for our neighbor as we would care for our own, for ourselves, then that perfect love is able to go beyond all boundaries. Fear being one of our biggest and our most common boundaries. Fear is proof that you are aware of your insufficiency, your inadequacy. Fear is an awareness that we have not allowed or not followed through any of the instructions that has been provided to us. We have not made an allowance for it in our actions, in our thoughts. And so therefore we know there is something missing there and hence that fear comes in. This verse talks about the judgments of God. We fear outcomes. But then in verse 17 it says, when your love is perfect and you know God experientially through that love, then there is no fear of that judgment. That no matter what the devil tells you to make you feel guilty, just like Jesus fought back and said it is written, you are able to fight back and say as Romans 8 verse 1 says, that will always be on your lips. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There is therefore no condemnation for me because I am in him and his spirit lives in me. You can fight back by saying it is written. So the key things to remember here are, number one, you are in a covenant relationship with God through faith. That love is always two-way, not one way. We must reciprocate. We love because he first loved. That is what this chapter, when you read the whole chapter, will tell you. We love because he first loved. So we must love back. Number two, that love inspires boldness and an audacity that comes only from knowing God. That's how we speak faith and also expect results to come based on what we have spoken when we speak the word. 
you speak faith with understanding and knowledge of what is written. That is the boldness that we receive through His Spirit, through that love relationship with Him. Number three, you align with God out of love for Him. You love what He loves and likewise you hate what He hates. You can see what Psalm 97 verse 10 says, the way that love God will hate evil. And then number four follows on from that same point, number three. When you love him, you hate evil, so you also hate fear. You will no longer put up with things that are of fear. Or that inspire fear. You will no longer put up with it. You will call it out and condemn it. And look at how that overtake that overcoming takes place. Revelations 12 verse 11. It says, They overcame and conquered him, who? The accuser, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb, which washes away all sin, so he can accuse no more, and by the word of their testimony. They're speaking of faith from that boldness that we saw above. And then it goes on to say that boldness goes to the extent that they did not love their life or renounce their faith even when faced with death. They did not change their confession under extreme threatening either. They stood firm in adversity and kept testifying based on what they understood from that perfect love that is now in them. We often only look at the first part and say they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. The bigger part, the mystery lies in the second half. The word of their testimony is based on this love understanding. That no matter what you say to me, Satan, I will not move. No matter what circumstance comes around me, I will not move. My faith confession does not change to fear. My love for God, my dependency on Him does not change. That's when our love becomes perfect. And then the accuser can do nothing about it. Because he can only win over you when you give in to fear. But when we don't give in to fear, we hold on. There is nothing he can do. It becomes like the circumstance of Job. Where Satan was then forced to say to God, have you not put that hedge of protection around him? What will I do to him? We shall stop here today. We shall continue on our second part tomorrow where we further reflect on this. And then in our third part, we'll look at personal reflection. What does that perfect love mean for you? And what can you do about it? When you see that, oh, I'm far from there. I don't even fully understand what it means and how to get there. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that through this series, let our eyes be opened to the truth of your perfect love. That you are perfecting within us. And that's the whole purpose in you, giving your spirit to be with us. 
to empower, to strengthen us, to draw us towards you, to stir in us an understanding of your ways that are much higher and then instill that as our nature as you bring us closer to the nature of Jesus, that perfect example, the template that you have given us. So that we can then, with the working of the Holy Spirit, through his convictions, through his guidance, and through the revelations of your word that he makes flesh to us, that become real to us, that becomes part of our flesh, we can then reach, move on our journey, taking a step every single moment in reaching towards the point where we can say it is no longer I, but my Christ who lives in and through me. It is the way he loved that I am now learning to love. And I look at everyone else the way he does. I ask for that edification, Lord, that one grace in each of us. There is nothing else, Lord, just this one grace. In the mighty name of Jesus. And as we pray for that spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures. All families that are facing division and separation. For all the Lord's people that are yoked under any kind of bondage especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance of your word and your ways, ignorance of your systems of advantage given to us, your promises and covenants made for us, and the prophecies that you have about our lives, and busyness as well, Lord. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer and our faith, making it a prayer of agreement with each other, then we know in our spirits, Lord, that you will do whatever we ask in the name of Jesus. When we pray one in the spirit with your Holy Spirit, you say true worshippers shall worship in spirit. Then that prayer is made under an open heaven. And we believe, Lord, that we have received. So we now release our faith and make our prayer in the Spirit. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue in a faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shalakata, 
Bantos to Santa Sandra <laughs> Barasta <laughs> Brakate 
In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This morning as we were praying, uh, there was a beautiful anointing. And the Lord asked me to proclaim this scripture this morning to each one of us. And everyone who listens to this, Jeremiah 1, 4 and 5. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you i appointed you a prophet to the nations amen thank you jesus amen thank you jesus we also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat this is from psalm 36 verses 5 to 7 quoted from the niv where it is written your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the skies. Your righteousness is like the highest mountains. Your justice like the great deep. You, Lord, preserve both people and animals. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. That reminds me of Psalm 91 there at the end. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
If you are being blessed by these reflections, please share them with your family and friends. There's also Brother Savio's reflections. Share links for people to join in on the daily rosary and divine mercy prayers we have every evening, as well as the Friday Bible study sessions. Our topic for this Friday's Bible study session is a continuation of a series that has been started last Friday. And the topic is Choose Worship Over Worry. We will learn that worship is a strong spiritual weapon and we can fight fear with faith. We have shared links and I'll reshare them on our Telegram group again today. So you can share those with family. These links are also there on our Facebook page at the top and we'll reshare them on our YouTube page as well. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell.